What did you get out of the community group leader training? I found it very, very exciting. I think it made me excited for being on mission. I feel like I'm missing out on it right now, yeah. and I don't want to miss out on it anymore. What makes you feel like you missed out on something? Because we started our group a couple weeks ago, and I think we started our group thinking, let's make some friends, yeah. which was cool. And like we had dinner, and it was great. And we did make some friends, but I want something more out of that than just new friends. So first of all, how did you start your group? Well, Mike told us, hey, you should start a group. And then we asked a couple people at the church, and they said, yeah, let's all get together. They weren't in a group before? Um, they were in the pastor's group. A couple of them were in the pastor's group. Actually, only two of them were in the pastor's group. The rest of them weren't in a group. So there's people that weren't in a group. Mm -hmm. Were you guys in one? We Yeah, we were in Mike's group. Is that the pastor's group? The pastor's group, group okay, yeah. Okay, so you're all in a group together. It was us and the McMahons in a group together. So we asked them to come with us. Mm -hmm. And then we added um, the Bortzes and this new girl in town named Megan. Oh, yeah. She's a student. And then we also got another couple, but they're actually moving. So that's sad. We won't have them. And then we also have Josh Steele, our drummer. That's a lot of people, really. It is a lot of people. Does <laughs> it meet at your house? Yeah. What night? Tuesday. Do you look forward to it? I do, yeah. And you've only been going like three weeks? Mm-hmm. Just so a little bit. And you felt like you missed out on something, Did but you didn't know that before you came to my training. <laughs> nope. So what made you feel like, oh, we're missing something? I think... I think it's because you told me I'm missing something. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that there's a lot more that I could be doing that I'm not currently doing. And it sounds really fun. It okay. sounds like there's a lot more purpose and intentional intentionality that I could be having with setting a strategy. Like, what's my strategy for reaching people? Mm -hmm. And what what are the barriers? Like, what do I need to overcome? And talk to my group and see, like, what, what do you think? Mm -hmm. what, what do you think the strategy should be? And let's come up with something and then execute it right. as a team rather than just like, yeah, let's get together and hang out, which is fun. But it's probably way more fun to go do something together. Yeah. Yeah, you can make friends around a purpose. If you're making friends without purpose, you I mean, you have to really strike gold in the relationship. Yeah. But if you have a purpose, like, you know, we can add whomever, but we have this thing we need to do. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. So do you remember when we started the church, the, the group that we started at our house was the same stuff. We, we talked about the same material. Were you old enough to remember that? No, I don't. I don't think I ever came. Britton and I like ate the brownies and drank the coffee and went back in our room. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the uh, the uh, big notepad or the piece of paper up in there? Do you remember that? With everybody's names on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you go to community group, you hear th basically what we're talking about is missiology. Like how do you form a strategy if you're going into a different country or a different city and just applying it to our life? Mm-hmm. So what do you think it's going to be like when you roll that out for your community group? I was telling Kobe after the after the training, I think it should feel like like a military strategy check in. Okay. That's how it should feel. Like we're gonna we have a plan, we're gonna write it on a whiteboard, mm -hmm. we're gonna have diagrams and assignments and all sorts of things. Yeah. 
and then and then um, after that then we can hang out but that's the goal right so do you think it's gonna be difficult to roll it out to these people i don't think so i think i think the people in our group are i think they'll be really excited to like have we're doing something Mm -hmm. i think that they'll find that as exciting as I do. <laughs> so how much have you thought about this? I, I don't even know. We haven't really discussed this at all. But have you thought about what is my geographic responsibility? I was talking to Mike about it after the after the training, actually, and trying to think through, like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And where can I go? Because it feels like I go to work, and then I go home and take care of my son. And that's sometimes You sound like I an do. adult is what you sound <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, like, go to the library with all my friends after school like I did at college and hang out with everybody. And it was so easy to meet people. Mm -hmm. And now I have to, like, really work for it. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, what could I do? I don't even know. What what do moms do? I need to ask them. <laughs> so you don't really know exactly. I don't know. Like, what you're describing there is your mission field. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've always said mine is this CrossFit gym that hopefully I'll be going to in an hour or so. Um but it's within a geographic responsibility that w I've said now for 10 years. It's from Happy Valley Road to Carefree Highway on the east side of the interstate. Mm -hmm. So that's that's Valley Life Tremonto's world. And then I've taken just a little bitty piece of that. It used to be Norterra Shopping Mall, and I've kind of shifted that to the, to the CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. so, so what area do you feel like you're responsible for? Do you know? I feel like the – like right under the 101 – there's like a couple miles of just area that I occupy. Mm -hmm. That's where when I think about where would I go, it's in that area. Yeah, because it wouldn't make any sense for you to say, well, I go up to Tremonto all the time. That'll be my mission field because that's not where your church is. Yeah, that's not where my church is. That's not where I live. I just happen to be up here because it's easy. But that's That's not where I feel like I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Okay, so in that geographic area um when when i asked you and kobe to think through what are the barriers there what'd you come up with there is a lot of struggle with like people they're so used to staying home i'm used to staying home the other moms that i meet other places are used to staying home and i realized yesterday whenever i have other times tried to go do something missiological i joined a gym and tried to make that my mission field and it didn't really work and i thought oh maybe i can make a make this farmers market my mission field and it didn't really work and i realized i'm not a farmer <laughs> <laughs> oh crap <laughs> i realized that i was doing those things and kind of hoping that it would work out but i was really just doing them for me I was just doing things i liked i was going to the crossfit gym so i could get fit i was going to the farmers market cuz i need some food i guess um so i got to find something to do where i have already decided am, and am by default outward focused. Mm. Trying to give something away. Yeah. Well, again, like a missionary. Yeah. Like <laughs> someone who just showed up in, in Barcelona. And that's the reason I'm here. Now, the friendships have to be genuine. Because mm -hmm. we're not like mercenaries, you know, uh, or hunters or anything like that. Make a genuine friendship. And like in the community group training, we just see what God has done. You lift up the leaf. And see if there's any little kernel of fruit or anything. It's just what the Lord is doing. But for whatever reason, he's asked us to get involved. And that's the way we get involved. We make a genuine friend. 
we are open about our faith in Christ and see what the Lord does with that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done anything like that? I have tried before, but I feel like I scattered all my seed in like one spot and then got sad when nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you say more about that? Yeah. Um, I have a really good friend who I've been, she's been my mission field for like a long, long time. Mm. Like so long. And um, I think I, who's your one is like a wonderful idea. And I think I started to idolize it in a way mm. and make it into something that's not supposed to be. And feel like, if it's not my one, then I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't really want to do that anymore. Sure. I want to go out and see fruit. Right. Well, there was that one part of the training when I said, at some point, Jesus tells us to wipe the dust off of our feet and move on to the next town. Mm -hmm. And that can make, sometimes it makes people feel like, oh, I'm giving up on my one or this family member or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. Because if you say that, then that is to say you're the only hope for that. <laughs> friend. And that's not true. It's just I've, I've got to move on and tell other people about Jesus. I've done my job here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell some other people. And, you know, that scripture that says, well, uh, some people water, some people harvest. So, yep. Okay. So you have some experience telling people about Jesus, but you feel like, you know, you want to move on. So do you, f- do you feel comfortable, like, making a legit gospel presentation? Yeah, I do. Know do. How? I know how. I've done it several times with, like, my immediate friends. Okay. But I haven't ever progressed beyond, um, like, oh, I'm gonna make a really solid friendship with someone and then I'm gonna tell them. I've never been able to move beyond that, and I don't have a lot of relational capacity, <laughs> so I only have a few friends. Your daddy's girl. <laughs> yeah. So when you say I haven't moved past, I want to make a solid friendship. What do you mean? I I don't know how to share the gospel with people I am not extremely close to. Okay. Have you ever used like the three circles? As has your church ever talked about three circles? I've heard about it before. I've never used it before. Okay. I've never been walked through it. Tell me this: um, if if you're talking with someone that you're just casually acquainted with, and y- they find out you're a pastor's daughter, or your husband works at a church, or you're just very involved at this church. What would it would it just be totally out of character or out of bounds in your world to say, oh, yeah, are you a Christian? That wouldn't be out of bounds. Okay. I've asked coworkers before about that. Once I get vibes that like, you know, it would be okay. (laughs) What are those (laughs) vibes like? (laughs) Like uh, my manager, I've started to realize like, oh, you kind of you're in the church world. Oh, okay. So then I like ask the question, like, oh, are you a Christian? Oh, a sort of. He said sort of? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you've talked to people before about it, and once you get the vibe, you say, so are you a Christian? Mm-hmm. Uh, when someone says, no, but I've thought about it, do you know what, what to do? I wouldn't really know what to do. Okay. I would probably stumble over my words and figure something out. Well, yeah, I, I would, would talk about it. Sure. I think I'm at the point where I am bold enough to talk about it, and I have a little bit of experience like expressing myself, expressing the gospel to people. And I would have so much fun doing it. But I feel like I'm waiting around for opportunities. I yeah. don't really want to wait around. Right. I can't think if I want to then like talk about what it would be like to 
share the gospel, like how you actually would do it with three circles or something like that, hmm. or where else this conversation goes. Oh, I could do it. Like Kobo, have to cut this part out. But <laughs> um, so the people in your group, do you have any sense of if they are comfortable sharing the gospel? Because if you're making this, like you called, it, like a military strategy, and you're going to have a whole plan up on the board at some point. You know, to to use the analogy, the boots are on the ground, mm-hmm. and you actually have to do something. Do you? And and you said, I, you know, I would bumble around. Do the, does your group? Do they know what to do then? I don't know. We have to find out. Kobe and I were talking like, oh, we gotta literally ask everybody. How would you do it? Are you comfortable doing it? What you're doing right now? Yeah, we're gonna have to find out and then train them if they don't know how. Right. And you m- and certainly you could just ask Mike to train or have somebody else if you're not comfortable doing that. Um, three circles is a really cool way to do it. It's very simple to draw out and, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also use the Romans road. There's just um, four different scriptures in Romans that help people see um, that we're lost and Jesus died for us. Just show it to them like that. The way I've always done that is, can I show you, can I show you something from the Bible? I asked someone that the other day, and he <laughs> goes, I figured you would. <laughs> I said, okay. And I, nowadays, I just use my phone. I open up the Bible app on my phone. I turn it around backwards, and I say, hey, why don't you just read this part right there? They read it out loud, and I say, well, what do you think it's saying? And it's clear as day, you know, um, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, stuff like that. Mm. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. And then I end up saying, do you want to do that right now? I mean, it, it's yes or no questions, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about. In the community group training, there was like some yes or no stuff. Because mm-hmm. Jesus said, "You go, and you can say no, <laughs> but you can't, you know, get away with with disobeying and act like you're obeying. So you go and you teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. Well, you either are, are teaching them to obey or not, and they're either obeying or not. Mm-hmm. And I think the the difference about that training is the pointed nature of let's do this. And you can might say you don't want to, but I want you to." Yeah. I think I need that training. What training? The one that helps me not bumble around when somebody asks me. Yeah. Like, I've already thought through this, and I have a plan. I don't really have a plan yet. How about this? Um, Do you, do you, um, are are you already a Christian? I always say, are you already a Christian? Mm. And somebody might say no, and I say, well, do you want to be? Have you ever thought, do you want, you know? That's what I say is, do you want to be? And they say, well, yeah, what do I do? And I say, well, do you know what sin is? Are you a sinner? And if someone already knows what sin is, they tend to say, yeah, I know I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. Well, are you willing to admit that you're a sinner and tell God? And they say, yeah. And I say, well, I would tell him. You know, just I would pray right now and tell him that you know you're a sinner and that you can't save yourself. Do you believe Jesus died on the cross for your sins? And if they already know that, you say, well, you tell him. I would pray and tell him, I know I'm a sinner. I can't save myself, but I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And ask him to save you. And the Bible says that he will. And then I literally say, do you, do you want to pray with me right now? And they tend to say, yeah. Or sometimes they might say, no, not really. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can't make that happen. I'm just checking to see if you're ready. And if so, I'll say, well, I'll, I'll give you some words and you can pray them. But it's your prayer. And then I just say that, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know I can't save myself. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. Please save me. And I, s- you know, they do that. And I say, well, you, you may not feel any different, but it's not a matter of what we feel. It's what we believe. And we believe that 
He saves us. You should get baptized now. Can I baptize you? Have you ever baptized anyone? No, I haven't. See, you need to baptize somebody. That's what I'm saying. You I want to see it. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I did get to lead a girl to Christ one time at like a camp. Oh they yeah. ran out of people, so they just started pulling all the counselors. <laughs> like, come talk to these kids. There's so many kids. Yeah. So I got to lead a girl to Christ, and then I never saw her again. Yeah. That's what Such it is a, a weird situation. Yeah. Is there anything else about the community group training that I'm missing? I think that's all the things. Mm, how about this? So a big piece of that was a big piece of the community group training was training your group, the people in your group, to go make other groups. Did you and Kobe identify like who could do this? Oh well, we knew right away. <laughs> There's a couple people in the group who I feel like would do really well. Definitely this new couple, the Bortzes. Yeah. They've recently moved into town, and they're strong Christians. And I think the McMahons would do really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you uh, did y'all talk about how you would get them ready? Or do no, you think they're all ready? They just kick them out. <laughs> I think the Bortzes have led things like that before, and I don't know if the McMahons have. Uh-huh. But I feel like they would, they would do well. The important thing is that, you know, y- you want to become like a mission group. We're on this mission. Mm-hmm. The important thing is to train them in, in that part, mm. because it's really easy for it to just become either a Bible study or a place where the friends hang out. And, and it's not saying it's that we don't do any of those things, but it's the mission that people need. Yeah. Well, I guess I would take them back to the training. Yeah, that's the thing. Is bring them back to the boot camp. Come that's with easy. them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe that's all. Well, that was fun. Good. I can't think of anything else unless we were talking about.